There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for sticking here with us during your lunch break. Guys, uh, Josh, are you there? I think Josh Jim is joining Price. us. He was, hey, Jim buddy. Price. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I, I was a few minutes late, so I'm like, Jim, cover right. for me. But I, I guess I wasn't late at all. I jumped in right at the right moment. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since we talked, man. Hey, how are in you, buddy? Oh, hi, Josh. Did you miss me? <laughs> I, I did. I, I missed you, Jim. Oh, missed me man. like a cold sore. Couldn't wait till I went away, huh? That's right. Um, hey, I, um, by the way, uh, Bronny, um, I didn't realize LeBron James had named his kid Bronny. Is that like a name? Is that a thing? I mean, I'm um, not trying to be mad at a kid that's got, uh, took the jab. Sounds here, but... egomaniacal, but okay. Bronny, like his name, like is that, that the pet name or they, did he call him LeBron Jr.? And by the way, if he's supposed to be just as talented as dad, how come he didn't get drafted out of high school? I don't, anyway. All right. I, I don't know, That's but he, uh, he did suffer a massive cardiac event during a workout. Right. Yeah, he was at USC oh, yeah. doing a summer ball and uh, and had a medical condition. My problem, I, just, I, I was just kind of fascinated by the whole brawny thing. I don't know. Anyway, well, did, moving did you on. Notice, did you notice, Jim? What? That the people that are like when you start seeing about it, <clears throat> that there's right. waves. There's waves of how these people are having these cardiac events or strokes. We just saw just yesterday um, on an Australian. Um, it was actually a soccer game. One oh, of yeah. the ESPN yeah, yeah. reporters face planted into the ground after I believe he had a stroke. Um, we've yep. seen a few more videos coming out of people face planning, heart attack strokes. Now LeBron James's son, a cardiac event. Um, but, but we had taken a little break from that. You know, the the first round of it brought about died suddenly movie, right? Right. All right. And then it kind of dipped down, and then it came back. Well, did you remember back a few years ago when they were pushing the vaccine? How the vaccine distribution went in waves. The marketing right. platforms went in waves. They they released uh-huh. the first wave of it. Well, People the first got batches had to be March. sub-zero, remember? Remember the first batches all had to be like 40 or 50 below zero to make sure to keep it encapsulated by going into your body. Do you, you remember that first part? That way you didn't yep. notice those symptoms right away. They, they super froze that stuff to go into your body further, and that way it did not come out and cause massive heart attacks right away. They knew what they were doing all that stuff. And it's just it, – well, anyway, keep going. You're right. Well, yeah, no. So it went in waves. And what we're seeing is the outpouring of uh, whatever this bioweapon was um, in waves as well. And so yeah. I just say prepare yourself, man, because people are about to see some things that they've never seen before. And it's probably going to get a little scary out there. Yeah, it's Brony. His name is Brony James, B-R-O-N-N-Y, Brony James. I don't know. Anyway, I just think we need to <laughs> – I don't know what. I just did a lot of football announcing when my kids were in. You know, we did. I did. I did the yeah. Saturday announcings and the names that they come up with. Kids, I, I just like you. Don't understand this person's got to be an adult sometime, right? There's a time when this name is not going to be as cutesy as when he was when he was pooping his diapers. Well, Jim, anyway. you know, 
it, it's getting pretty hot out there, and uh, you know, I don't mean to change topic, but it's getting hot yeah, out yeah. there. I, I was thinking of going down to uh, Martha's Vineyard and and going <laughs> swimming. Um, do you know don't any good spots? Boat. <laughs> I was going to take my don't paddle, take boat, the paddle with me. boat. No, no, no paddle boats, buddy. Remember, those take you down every time. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, um, I, I saw there's a job opening down in Martha's Vineyard for a chef. We're an executive yeah. chef position. I was gonna. I was and gonna. You've been go. working on your macaroni skills, so I, I'm I've been sure working on my macaroni right skills. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for anybody who doesn't know, what we're talking about yesterday. Um, well, I think it was Sunday. A call yeah. came in at approximately 7:48 p.m. Uh, in Martha's Vineyard for someone drowning in the water. Uh, apparently, they were paddle boarding and uh, they 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 drowned in eight feet of water. Now, the call huh. came from the home of former President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. Uh-huh. Now, that's the interesting thing. The phone call came from their house. Now, from their house, you can't, like, see the water. You have to, like, kind of go around the inlet. It's, it's there, but you can't really see it. Uh, from mm-hmm. reports we got is their executive chef, this guy, a 45-year-old, was paddleboarding. Outside of the Obama's home, when he all of a sudden Got couldn't Hillary. control himself and uh, drowned and died. Now, what's interesting is there was posts going around yesterday that he didn't know how to swim, but actually he had learned how to swim and he had become a very proficient swimmer in the last two years. This person actually knew how to swim very, very well. So it be- draws more kind of concern of how did this guy actually drowned there was no um there was no rip tides there was no high tides or anything right. like this um his name was tafari campbell he's from dumfries virginia and mm. uh m- maybe he had a heart attack or a stroke i i don't know or but- yeah or got killeried i don't know um that yeah. you see the other article about uh that uh former white house chief uh, or chef for bill clinton and george bush Walter Sheb, he came up missing in 2015 after going hiking in New Mexico. Oh, that's, oh, did you that, did you pattern. see Patrick <laughs> Bet David last week? Which one? Val- Valuetainment. Patrick Bet David. He's a podcaster. Right? Yeah. He had Anthony Weiner on his podcast. Oh yeah, and yeah. he asked the question about Hillary's uh-huh. kill list. Oh my goodness, was it spectacular? And he Anthony like Weiner on fire. Oh, and Anthony, Anthony Weiner sit there. Yeah, Anthony Weiner came out at him, and Patrick Bet Dave was like, "Your reaction is an answer. Just answer the question. Your reaction is an answer." And he was just going off on Patrick Bet David, like, "How dare you?" and stuff like this. But you could tell Anthony Weiner was truly scared. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, he was he was visibly panicked, and the way he was moving around in his seat. I'm not gonna say it. I thought I thought it was butt was on fire because he just could not sit still. And then he like not only did his voice, but his face, his demeanor. He turned red. It was a bad deal for him. He really showed a lot in that. If that was a court case, or if you were up on the stand, <laughs> that have that have been the that have been the thing that swung the jury right there. Because there's just no way he looks so guilty about that. And he's a direct correlation. Where is his laptop? How come we don't talk about his laptop? That's the one. Because that, that's a laptop that, you don't want to talk about. Uh, oh. for, for anybody who knows, Anthony Weiner in 2015 was a, a congressman. 
and he was arrested for um, sexting underage 15-year-old girls uh, pictures of his ding-dong. And uh, New York NYPD went in and seized his laptop and a whole bunch of other digital devices. And on his laptop was a folder called insurance. Hmm. And they opened it up and it happened to be all the missing 33,000 Hillary Clinton emails, including some rather disturbing um, emails and messages and photos and videos of which have never been released. We've only heard rumors of them. The 16 NYPD um, detectives who saw the contents of that laptop have died of all, all of them, all of them died of suicide over a 10 year period. Oops. Or not even a 10 year, it was 2015. Over like, over the like six year period. Okay. Yeah. They've all died of suicide. And and that's just highly improbable because Hillary Clinton. uh, Well, apparently what they had, and by the way, Anthony Weiner was married to Huma Abedin. And Huma Abedin was Hillary Clinton's chief of staff for well over 25 years. Her father is also the head person of what's known as the Muslim Brotherhood, which had massive yeah. infiltration in the United States from 2008 to 2014. Um, but apparently what they were doing is they were keeping tabs on Hillary so they wouldn't join Hillary's kill list. And Anthony Weiner had it on his laptop. Now, everybody in Washington, D.C. has what's called a dirt laptop. They have dirt on everybody else because if they need a vote or they need to pressure somebody or get someone to shut up about talking about them, they can easily just pull out some of the dirt and threaten them with it. This is why people say that someone took Nancy Pelosi's laptop um, during the January 6th, quote-unquote, insurrection. But uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop there... The things that are supposed to be on it are are very bad, very, very bad. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if we'll ever see the contents of that laptop come forth, but, uh, you know, I hope for the sake of the victims that we do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's that's the thing is I just keep – that's why I keep bringing that back up because I think it's, it's an essential part of – the conversation that has to go through the Clintons, that has to go all the way back through the Bushes. I mean, everybody's talking about Biden as if this is the only thing. Like, we're oh, we caught them all. Oh, the Bidens. This was the crime family, the only one that ever existed. Just, just these two guys, dad and son, you know, wrecking the world. No, there's the, the, we got to get real honest about the Clintons and the Bushes and all the other stuff, Halliburton and those things too, because that's all got to come out. Um, the one there's uh oh we have a commercial break coming up so I want to talk about uh, my interview I did yesterday uh, when we come back from the the commercial because it's gonna be exciting. All right, let's do it. It's good stuff. All right, see back you guys in more a minute. Dark Delight show. <laughs> yep. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, Jim. Yeah. Who did you All interview right, yesterday? Back, Okay, so uh, remember the whole movie Sound of Freedom? The, this, there was a Hispanic millionaire, billionaire guy they had in the movie. Well, he wasn't Carlos Hispanic. Slim? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, it was actually Paul Hutchinson uh, is the guy's name. And he, because when this first came out, he was still working completely under deep cover. He was not allowed to you know, you know, be out in the front of things. And he just in the last six months or so got out of all that work he was doing. So he's now able to do the the speaking tours and all that stuff. So I had him I had him on AMP week before last, but I had him on my show uh, yesterday 
Great interview. Now, what the reason I wanted to talk about this is not I, I, the great interview. Okay, and, I, and I'm going to send you his name and stuff, uh, Josh. You can have him on the show. Um, but one thing that I talked to him about, I said, you know, we got a problem with our, you know, our thin blue line or three letter agencies, our alphabet agencies. We got credibility issues, right? We got transparency problems. They're not coming out being forthright with all their stuff. He goes, he goes. Well, let me say this. That's why we work with ex FBI and CIA agents. We don't work with current. And uh, I think that was a, uh, a very wow. uh, profound statement when he's talking about how he's doing these missions. He's been doing it now for like 10 years. That uh, He's been on the mission missions, like doing missions himself. And he is the guy who put together the deal on the island that was very similar to the Epstein Island effect. And uh, he's, he's that guy, right? He's that money guy. Well, anyway, he uh, – when. When uh, I, I said that, I just wanted to stop the whole show right there. Like, that's it. Mic drop. We're out. Like, that's that's all I needed to hear right there. That was it. The fact that he says, I cannot work with current FBI and CIA, I mean, that tells you a lot about what's happened to these agencies and their credibility, that a man who's doing global child you know rescue can't work with our own government within their current status. Well, well so anyway. you can't work with the ones who are running the uh, the criminal organization. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh. So that was I thought that was pretty f- profound. Yeah, the idea that he taught we talked about a lot of great stuff on the show yesterday, uh, but the idea that he just he doesn't he can't work with the current guys. I I wish that we could have a better conversation about our alphabet agencies than that. So oh my goodness, that's just horrible. Yeah, man. And, and that yeah. movie has grossed over a hundred million dollars. They're trying to replace it with Barbie. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, and that I heard that whole thing's a big misogynist, male chauvinist, or female chauvinist uh, effect where it's woke Barbie turns down turns down uh, motherhood, all the other stuff. It's like, come on, guys. <sighs> yep. Yeah. So, guys, just think about that. You know, this is not this is this battle isn't over, and it's still continuing on. And now, I guess the Obamas are picking up their own body count, like the Clintons. So that's a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I can't figure it out. Hey, when you do paddle boarding, paddle boarding is just you standing on a surfboard with a big paddle, right? So you're not like jet skiing at 30, 40 miles an hour. You could pass out and hurt yourself, mm-hmm. correct? I just want, yeah. All right. I just want to make sure we all understand no, what no, paddle boarding I, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. No, you just, you just mm-hmm. paddle along. You know, you kind of lay down and um, paddle in with your arms, kick them with your feet, and all of a sudden That's you're it? drowning in eight feet of water. Uh, makes no sense at all. <laughs> And you're six foot tall. <laughs> you're six foot tall. Like you, you could literally on, bob off the floor and jump up. The, I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to make fun of the guy, but um, I, yeah. I think that uh, there's something more here, and there's something much greater going on. Um, and and hopefully it comes out because I'd like to see those people who are responsible for that taken down. Um, yeah. In the United Arab Emirates, UAE. We have okay. reported confirmed cases of the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome coronavirus, MERS-CoV, um, in a 20-year-old male from Al Ainin City. And uh, yeah, so MERS, MERS is back. MERS has about a 40% death rate, by the way. Um, and so we're seeing these occurrences of all these other types of diseases. And, and by the way, anything that is SARS or MERS, these are man-made. Uh, I, I was just watching this video, and it was spot-on correct. That um, did you know, Jim? That 
the the amount of data and science that has been published on Alzheimer's has been falsified. Oh, and yeah. All, all of the science for Alzheimer's, all the funding, the billions of dollars into the pharmaceutical yep. companies was all falsified. Yep. It's all garbage. Yep. It, none of it is actually true or real. That uh, with Alzheimer's, there's a few different possibilities or dementia and Alzheimer's. There's a few different possibilities of actually what's happening here. Um, mm-hmm. Number one is you have type four diabetes. You have insulin resistance in the brain which is causing the symptoms. And so for people out there wondering, well, how do you stop that? Well, you, you start intermittent fasting. You, you reduce mm-hmm. sugar out of your diet. Chromium bicromionate. Uh, chromium bicromionate. That's right. You, you get into yeah, ketosis. Um, another thing is, uh, this was interesting. I, did you see this article of this guy in Houston who lost both arms after getting bit by a flea? What? You, you, you didn't see about? this. How do you uh, lose both of your arms? That's like 20 pounds of meat. Like, what do you mean you lost an arm to a flea? Yeah. yeah. What are we L- listen about to here? this. Uh, Michael Kohlhoff's family said okay. he, con- he contracted typhus from a flea bite, which led him to getting his uh, losing his what? hands and parts of his feet. Typhus? We don't have typhus. In an- do we have typhus still? I thought we got rid of typhus. Well, we, so this is doing- this is where it gets interesting, Jim. <laughs> okay. So in the 1950s, the United States military out of Fort Dedrick in Maryland started going out and testing how to weaponize various different insects. Some of the insects that they chose to try to weaponize were fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes. Oh, this will end well. <laughs> fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes. Uh, it was after these incurrences and investigations into these various insects and how to weaponize them with the diseases, we saw a massive uptick in various different illnesses and diseases like multiple sclerosis, um, mm-hmm. Lyme disease, hmm. Hmm. and tons of from? others. Government. And, and Right now, we have the Bill Gates mosquitoes being pumped all over the world, and we're seeing various different outbreaks of yellow fever, Zika, dengue, all these types of things. And now we're seeing uh, typhus, typhus from fleas. Now, in getting back to the Alzheimer's thing, the Alzheimer's thing um, is that this potentially is um, Lyme disease, is that it's a a low-onset Lyme disease. And and I'll talk about that here. Which is bacterial. Right, that's bacterial, and high doses of antibiotics in your older ages will actually cure it. Now, this typically happens when people were bit by ticks uh, mm-hmm. in early in life, and maybe they got bit by a tick, they didn't know it, they contracted Lyme disease, and the Lyme disease will kind of look at your immune system, and so right. what it does is if your immune system is incredibly strong, it'll go dormant, and it'll stay dormant for 50 years. What? Yep, it'll stay dormant for 50 years until it feels that it can have the upper hand and then where you're in a point of immunosuppression. And what it'll do is it'll start eating away at the myelin, the outer shell of the brain, which produces all those symptoms. Wow. 
There's a doctor in the 1990s. Yeah, there's a doctor in the 1990s who found the correlation between um, MS, multiple sclerosis, and Lyme disease. And now they're finding the same connectivity because Alzheimer's and dementia seem to have the same symptoms um, as very similar to MS, but MS being neurological. But not only that is there's now speculation that potentially these are parasitic infections. Oh, oh, the old parasite coming back, man. You know, think about that. How many things are just trying to kill us? I mean, not only the government, but just, you know, funguses, bacteria, viruses, <laughs> parasites. Everything's trying to eat you folks and not in a good way. This is absolutely unbelievable. I don't think there's any good way to be eaten, but this well, is ridiculous. Uh, it's a, so. it's a, what is it? It's a parasite eat man world, right? But oh, yeah. I ordered a parasite cleanse. I'm like, I just ate some sushi. It's time to, to maybe get rid of some little critters. <laughs> if you've me. ever eaten sushi, you have parasites. <laughs> oh, if you ever eat seafood. If you eat seafood, yeah. even if you cook it, you, you want to go out there and do a parasite cleanse. But right. you know, when we start looking that these things are becoming incredibly prevalent – right now within Western worlds. And people are like, well, it's because of your diet and all this stuff. No, no, it was because our government was quite literally poisoning us. Our government yeah. was quite literally weaponizing insects against us. And, you know, I, I, I'm i speculative on a lot of this stuff, right? Right. But when I, but when I meet somebody who goes, oh, I had, uh, I had breast cancer and uh, mm-hmm. I, was, I was diagnosed with stage four terminal breast cancer. Oh, really? Uh, how long ago was that? Oh, that was 10 years ago. How are you still alive? Well, let me tell you. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. of FenFen? Have you ever heard of uh, the, the Hippocratic Institute? Wait, yep. what? What's this? And they treat themselves with an anti-parasitic that your veterinarian can give to you, that you can get at Walmart. You can get it mm-hmm. on Amazon. And guess what? It kills parasites, and the majority of cancers apparently are parasitic. Or the bendazenol, yeah, ivermectin, uh, yeah. Look it up, so, folks. It's absolutely real. Walnut, yeah. black walnuts. These are all these are all anti-parasitics. So Your body can apparently can't get rid of the uh, the the parasites' waste, and so that forms tumors. But I, I mm-hmm. who knows, man. You know, it, I've seen crazier things in the world, but we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the miracle cures that people have proposed over the years and things that actually do work. I've met these people who've actually been cured by this stuff. This is what's crazy about it. But uh, I know we're going to take a break here in a second. But yeah. when we come back, we're going to talk more about this because this is a topic I know you're very familiarized with, Jim, and myself oh, yeah. as well. So we'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show right to this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. Yes, sir. Jim, huh? wh- what do you know about miracle cures? <laughs> uh, the, the crazy part of it is, is that actually the miracle cures are, are right in front of us, and they've been all around us the entire time. We didn't start doing this whole skin cancer, cancers, uh, all the different weird things from like what we what we call, we think things are normal when we get Parkinson's and other things like that. These are all modern. These are all modern diseases that have come on because of the 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 chemical industry, which is actually a, a an offshoot of the Rockefeller Institute or Standard Oil. 
Um, we have to think about this, the whole idea that everything you have, like in your backyard, mimosa trees, mimosa trees, the, the pink flowers on those mimosa trees are some of the most amazing products you can make a tincture out of to do for infections, for depression, for all kinds of stuff. Just the mimosa tree flowers alone, that's a tincture you can make there. Dandelion roots, dandelion leaves, um, sunflowers, carrots, uh, tubers, anything you want to grow underneath the ground, all these different things have different properties that you can do to heal yourself. And let's go back to just the basics, though. When we talked about earlier, Josh, we talked about chromium picolinate. That's a mineral. How about selenium? Selenium. Selenium. It's a, it's a mineral. Women, if you're not on selenium, you are taking a revolver to your head and spinning the chamber and pulling the trigger day after day after day to come up with a problem in your breast tissue as well as <clears throat> your ovaries and other areas. Uh, iodine and selenium for women. If you're not on it, you're you literally are, sp- are spending it. Men as well. Men should be on selenium. it, but not a severity. Selenium. Do you know, do you know the uh, most potent source of natural selenium that's in your diet? Oh, go ahead, tell me. I knew something Jim didn't know. <laughs> Come on, tell me. Brazilian nuts. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> we had the, did we have this talk offline one time? Maybe. About what Brazilian nuts used to be. Anyway. Oh God, Jim, you, you, you are just <laughs> what they are. What I grew up. What everybody hey, told hey, me they were. Hey, Jim, uh, my name's Wado. Uh, I'm from Brazil. You need some nuts. Yeah, yeah. These, uh, these nuts. Um, no. Anyway, guys. But yeah, Brazilian nuts. But there's also um, the Chinese or the Chinese, the Japanese prove this as a huge. Population study when uh, the 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 Fukushima uh, or whatever it is um, nuclear plant went up Fukushima whenever that nuclear plant uh, had its issue um, none of the local people got cancer because they have a huge selenium diet They're, they have a their selenium and their diet is off the charts compared to other parts of the world and there's no increase in cancer whatsoever in Japan none whatsoever selenium is huge and it also is the iodine the iodine selenium and copper. If I said I had to take anything at all, that I was going to back out of every single thing, those are the three I would take. I would take copper, selenium, and iodine, Lugol's iodine. I would take those daily if I had to give up every single thing else. And those are just base minerals. They're just base minerals. These are not like, you know, oh, five million IUs of, uh, you know, vitamin C every day where you're taking a pill every minute just to try to get it in your body. I'm just talking about simple minerals that will actually put everything back in there. So the part we don't talk about the most. Chromium picolinate allows for the hormone uh, insulin to travel freely inside, of that, uh, inside and outside the, the cellular walls. That's where, that's where your insulin resistance comes from is the migration of the hormone insulin moving in and out of your cells. You're not diabetic. Diabetic or diabetes is a side effect of insulin resistance, meaning that your body cannot process or work with the insulin it has. And so you have to up the insulin to shove the insulin through the walls to get in there and work within the cellular structure. That's where we go wrong on this whole idea is that we don't need to up the insulin. We just need to use the insulin we have. Selenium, chromium, chromium, picolinate. It's really hard to spell. It's hard to look up on the online. And then, like I said, Lugol's iodine. Those are just the all three of those are minerals. So if I was going to take anything, those are my top three uh, out of everything else. And I, I mean, even though I'm on cayenne pepper for, um, uh, I got off my blood pressure medication because of cayenne pepper. 
Um, not taking that now after 18 years. Um, it smooths out the blood, stops and reverses stroke symptoms. Even if you've had a stroke 10 years ago, it will reverse those symptoms. This is a medical fact, guys. I'm not even making this up. I don't even have to go like, well, there was some old lady out in the hills and she told me about some cayenne pepper or whatever. If you actually go into the studies and find out what these universities and other colleges have done around the world on cayenne pepper and stroke victims, it'll make you sick that you have ever seen anybody suffer from a stroke um, at all because they, all they had to do was take the, the cayenne pepper and there's a couple of things they can help with aiding that. But then the cayenne pepper amplifies any other herbs that you're taking. So if you're taking other herbs for certain things, for sleeping, for you know brain fog, whatever it is, you're taking a, a ginseng or ginkanova for your brain, they will be amplified, not because you took more, but because the, the cayenne pepper amplifies it. It's really, it's an amplifier. So these are things that we don't even talk about in the regular medicine of things that really the reason that we have to go to their medicines is because of the petroleum chemicals they've been putting into our foods and our environment and depleting our soils. We have a more we have a bigger problem with depleted soils in America than we really realize, but that's why they give us those chemicals to put them back in there, the nitrates and the different things that they come up with. Well, hold on, hold that's on, hold what, on, hold on. I want, I want to help you there. I want to interject. Go ahead. Uh-oh. The interject. reason our soils are depleted is because of… Global warming. Um, the chemicals they put in there. There you go, yeah. The solution is the cause, Jim. Come on. Yep. Just the like solution the- is the cause. How about this? 98% of a plant's mass is what? Water. Carbon. Oh, sorry. It's mass. <laughs> it, well, it's, yeah. It, yeah. Water and carbon. Yeah. Okay? Sorry. Water and carbon. Where does the carbon come from for the plant? CO2. Emissions. That's right. It comes from gas in the air. Yep. So this means that the nutrients in the soil are secondary. This is why the the Native Americans would rotate crops and only have crops within small limited positions because this would allow for the nutritional uh, for the nutrient nutrition of this renutrition of the soil. That's the word. Right. Renutrition of the soil. But here's the thing. With what they're doing these days, it just doesn't work that way. And they start putting their own pesticides, their own insecticides, their own chemicals, and their own fertilizers on it. That destroys the soil. Think about what happens when you put an insecticide and then, let's say, a um, some nitrates or phosphates in the soil. What does that do to the pH of the soil, Jim? Oh, talk about acidity. It goes off the charts. That's off right. The- what hey, does it do to the acidity? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me ask, ask you me a quick question. What happened to the all? The, remember the big grasshoppers when we were kids? We could go fishing with. Oh my Have god! Have all those been killed off because of BPH? I thought it was lawnmowers. Oh, <laughs> I just remember being as a kid where I could go fishing and I could go out in the field and I could just scoop handfuls. I could grab handfuls of crickets, put them in a jar, take them down to the the river or whatever, and go fishing with those crickets. The grasshoppers, not crickets, but grasshoppers. Is it because of the BPH be and stuff? Yeah. So, so if we killed off an entire species of something that should have been a part of our ecosystem because we don't want bugs to eat our corn? I think so, Jim. I think that it's happening all over the planet. And yeah. that's why I say our planet's being terraformed. Because they're changing the species, the, eco, the ecosystem species on this planet. Right. 
and they're trying to get rid of us. <laughs> so, well, now that I haven't been putting any type of weed killer down, my backyard is now coming up with all kinds of wild mushrooms. Um, so I'm on an acre, and I'm gonna tell you right now the amount of mushrooms that I've seen coming up around my oak trees and other things like that in different spots tells me that my biosphere of my soil is coming back that the natural funguses and stuff are able to do what they have to do to be a part of the ecosystem. That's right, because the mycelium mycelium grows underground and it actually spreads out to a wide network. So if you got mushrooms in your yard, you got a really healthy yard. Uh, The mycelium are um, symbiotic to all the growth of everything else. Now, Jim, I got to ask. What's that? What kind of mushrooms are they? Uh, one was called a red horned mushroom. Uh, not the good stuff. Nothing, nothing that oh. I want to uh, participate in. Um, but I do. There's an app, and I'm you know obviously you know there was an app. I took. I was able to take pictures of everything, and um, it was really kind of neat. So I got uh, trip, trip for them. T r i t h a p t u m. That's one of them. Uh, then we then I had um, this is uh, Capronesis. And the one I was really wanting to look at was this horned one, and it actually smells really bad. It smells like garbage, um, but that's so, so that the flies and other type of insects will come in and pollinate on it. So it'll take the spores with them, and it's this really it's it's red, and it's just like a long like a, a big crayon. You know those big crayons, the big uh, you know kindergarten crayons. Um, it looks kind of like that, and it's it's really neat. It's I, I was really kind of amazed it was growing. I'd never seen one before. So I've got this app that allows me to take a picture of it and then identifies the plant for me. So that's why I was able to name off those different mushrooms I was just reading just now. That's but so cool. It's been fun. Yeah. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I you know, know, listen, mushrooms, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I – um, I, I don't have any affiliates or anything like that with mushrooms. Uh, we're, we're working on that right now. But yeah. – um, I, I've been taking a bunch of various. Di- I take mushrooms every day. Okay, right. Um, I take uh, immune boosters, cognitive boosters, all these types of things, and it's all mushrooms. Um, whether it's cordyceps or turkey tail, and I, I yeah. buy host defense and I buy the powders instead of buying the pills. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that my mental clarity is astounding. My dreams at night, vivid, vivid. Right. And like my, my sleep is weight like 10 times better. Right. Um, and, and like the feeling, like your body just works better, feels better. Um, highly well, recommend the, mushroom supplements. The, there's, a, there's a whole thing with lion's mane and a couple other ones that will, they, that they will tell you about dementia recovery. Um, and the amount of synapses between the brain cells that is created because you're just taking those mushrooms is unbelievable. The, the fact that they keep trying to demonize mushrooms, uh, now that I've really started looking into how much – we should be eating pounds of it a month, uh, just the regular edible ones that – or the food-grade ones. But we should be doing a lot more with other ones as well for mental therapy. It's amazing what we can be able to do with these things. But yet we don't talk about that. Why? Because they demonized it. They demonized it so that we wouldn't go near it. Oh, it's a drug. Oh, he's talking about mushrooms. It's not. It's not, guys. That's the crazy thing about it is. is like how much, of, how much have we sit here and told you about just now that the AMA would never tell you about chromium picolinate, 
selenium, iodine. They wouldn't talk to you about this stuff, but they know why you're on hyperthyroidism pill with uh, the different uh, you know different brands out there. They know because you're low on iodine. It's not because you need those pills. You don't have Hashimoto's because you you know because you just got it. You know you have low iodine. They have created these problems, and they're not going to tell you about mushrooms that will help you with your PTSD and other things. If you have fears and phobias, if you've got some childhood trauma, you'd be surprised what mushrooms can actually do for you. Over the counter, at the natural grocers, wherever you go, just taking that simply every day will help you clean out the cobwebs of your brain and get rid of the old anxieties and pain. I think that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, this is a fantastic conversation, and I think we should talk about this uh, um, in, in the next segment as well, but we're gonna right. we're gonna take a break here in a second. We're gonna come right back with more Dark Delight show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. All right, yeah. No, Jim. You know, I, I mean, I've yes, had sir. great success uh, with with mushrooms the, the last year or so. Um, right. And, you know, if I go back to my high school days, I had amazing success with mushrooms. <laughs> Um, well, they, they do have what they call a, a hero's journey when you want to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks of it as like, I'm going to die, you know, or I'm going to this or that, or it's going to cause paralysis or I'll forget what my name is or who my grandchildren are or whatever. And the sad part of it is it's not actually the truth at all. Uh, you can go into these things. If you got somebody with you that you trust and you can feel like you can have your guard down, and that could be a buddy, it could be a girlfriend, a boyfriend, husband, wife, or you know, whoever it is that you just trust for about six hours to hang out with. And literally, you don't really, like, it's not like you got to go through, like, the sweats, like you're going through detox or some type of withdrawal or, oh, oh, you know, it's like nothing like that. Yeah, you can have emotions, but most of it is just about you walking through the old stuff and just going in there with a house broom and cleaning out the corners of the kitchen, getting the cobwebs out, getting everything cleaned up, get the dustpan and just... Kick it out the door, and you just don't have to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds that sounds so simple, right? Oh, Josh, just do this thing, and and you know, for about six hours, you kind of work on some stuff in your brain, you know, and you kind of feel this or that, and then you just don't have to deal with it anymore. That's too simple, Josh. I need drugs. I need to be on antidepressants for the rest of my life. I knew somebody who was on five different antidepressants, and I tried to get them down, and I tried to get them off of all of them. The individual could only get off of three of them, and they were still on two different antidepressants. And I'm like, what kind of doctor does this to an individual? But they couldn't let go of the walker. They couldn't let go of the wheelchair. They couldn't let go of the crutches of those medications that they thought was helping them, but it was actually causing their psychosis or their mental issues of of freaking out all the time and having you know these outlandish behaviors. But what, what, are, what could we have done with mushrooms? What could we have done with some diet? What can we do with the anxiousness? If you guys realize that most of your anxiousness has to do with your 5-HTP, 5-HTP is another mineral. Write this stuff down, folks. 5-HTP, if you're having stress in your life, if you're dealing with things, you still feel like you can't, you have anxiety, like things are just bothering you. It seems like, you know, it feels like you're always looking around to see if the cop's following you. Try 5-HTP. It helps with the serotonin in your body. It helps you balance it out. Again, we're talking about minerals. We're not talking about any vitamins. We're just talking about straight minerals. 5-HTP goes in your body and allows you to process things in a better way so you don't deal with stress in the wrong way. And that's another one of those things that, man, you know, if you're having, if you're going through stress at work, going through things at home, got kids are sick or whatever, 
that 5-HTP literally will take effect with you within a two to three hours of you taking it. Now, it doesn't evacuate it immediately, but long-term use of it will allow you to build a better pattern in your body and get your chemicals right. Because if you're super stressed, your adrenal glands are all shot, all these other things. If you have lymph node issues and those kind of things, look at 5-HTP and see what it can do to help you out. I didn't know what it was until about four or five years ago, and I was floored at the benefits that 5-HTP gave me uh, with PTSD and other things like that. Crazy. So 5-HTP, yeah, it's cool. Well, stuff. and 5-HTP is a precursor to um, uh, dopamine. Yep, yeah. How you deal with stress, <laughs> how you deal with anger, how you deal with sadness, how you deal with happiness. It really has all that's tied to all that stuff. So I thought I was having a side effect from some other stuff, and I was like, oh, I haven't had my 5-HTP in a while. And I thought it was, and I was like, why is this supplement doing this to me? Like, why am I having this anxiousness? Like, it's kind of weird. And I could kind of feel it come on, and it, you know, it would settle back out. And I'm like, okay, how do I, oh, man, I get 5-HTP. Got the 5-HTP going again gone that anxiety that anxiousness that you know feel like something's watching you kind of deal all that left so yeah it's it's a cool little deal and we don't have to be afraid of what benefits are right in front of us hey um we got about six minutes seven minutes left uh tell me why elon musk is changing twitter to x what is this from the x.com back in the early 2000s well no i think he's trying to create a bank yeah, so it's going to be a lot of that. It's going to be – exactly. It's going to be a lot of that. He's going to be integrating a financial aspect into Twitter as well as a social aspect, and then we're going to get another part of that, which is going to be the everything platform, and that's where this starts to get really cool and interesting is he's going to create the everything platform. I like this. I, I think this is a great idea. And this is right. where a lot of things are headed in the sense of uh, the new internet that's being developed right now is you're going to just have everything platforms where um, basically eventually what X will be or Twitter will be is it's going to be its own private internet. Is it's going to start hosting websites and all this other types of stuff. Right. Well, and that's kind of what he was trying to do back in the early 2000s. He was doing the X.com to create a bank that was outside of banking. Mm -hmm. It was something that he wanted to have that he didn't want to have controlled by the central banking. So has this been a long – I mean, has he been doing the long-term plan where 20-some years later he's – this has all finally come to fruition. He had to go build rockets to be able to do this part of it? I I guarantee it. I guarantee it. He he wants to rule the world financially and and not in the sense of wealth – but he wants to give people certain levels of freedom, and um, I think I think Elon is a good intentioned human being. I just I really do. Right. I don't know. That's just a feeling I get from him. Well, and I don't have a problem with him either. I mean, I do, I do have hesitancy with him because I don't want to fall for the traps like we have in the past. So I got to be discerning. But uh, yeah, so far I have not had an issue with him. Uh, it just kind of maybe some of the stuff in the past. Did you see he's willing to pay sixty eight million dollars for the X profile? Uh, whoever this is, I'm willing to buy this account from you for a whopping. It says sixty-eight million four hundred twenty thousand. So I think he's just play- he might be playing with them. But uh, let me know, thanks. But it's X on Twitter. <laughs> it's a post he put out. Um, huh. You know how he's pretty funny. If you guys actually pay attention to his humor, he does have a he has does have humor to himself. He does. He, I I, th- I think that. Um, 
you know, if you invest in Elon Musk right now, you'll be well on your way to wealth. Um, I just hope that he brings Twitter out of the private and brings it back into the public. Right. I think that would right. be good. But uh, but X platform is going to be massive. Uh, and, and you know what the next stage of this is? I actually wrote a blog on this, Jim. Right. On my Substack. Um, is that he's going to move it to uh, Starlink. And so it'll be the first, it's going to be the first um, fully integrated, yep, fully decentralized, fully integrated website, social media platform, everything platform that is stored in space where all the digital bytes transmit from space and stored in space with his digital cloud and so forth. Wow. Well, yeah, if he puts everything all up... um you know, up into the at- you know, I say the atmosphere. Uh, you put them, everything up into the satellites, then everything it's not ground based, so it's not affected by EMPs, right? Well, it, it, no, it's actually that- more affected by EMPs because you have the uh, the solar radiation. But um, it's he, they got some pretty cool technology right now. Right. Okay. No, I get. It. I just was wondering about that whole thing. It's like you think if you throw it up in the sky like that, it would. How would it be? How would it be affected, right? Would they be able to take it down? So, um, Well, satellite warfare, but it's highly unlikely. And, and this guy basically rules space right now. So, <laughs> He really kind of does, doesn't he? Oh, the, what, do you see the new mega lift he's got? He has a new rocket coming out. It's like the, the way called a mega, mega lifter or something like that. It, it's called it? – it was the Earth ship, isn't it? Something like that. It's the biggest one so far. How is he able to leapfrog everything that tr- that NASA's been trying to do for 70 years? Like he like literally picked up from the 1950s and all of a sudden he's taking off where NASA d- how has did NASA really progress after the after World War II? I mean, was it really that much? Well, that no, they did? NASA had no reason to. Uh, the reason that Elon was able to do it is number 1 is funding and money. Uh, he put his money where his mouth is. Right. No, that's good. Well, so how else do we do this? How, how do we, how do we, uh, how do we see this going into the future with him? Does he end up being able to give us the internet without having have throttles and gateways like Google does? Um, I don't know. You pay for the service. I bet you're going to get it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. Money talks and bullshit. Oh, sorry. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, yeah. guys. That's all we have for the Dark Delight Show today. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.